Welcome in, everybody. The OUA show is back. Happy Thanksgiving weekend. Hope you enjoyed the weekend of OUA football. Wade Zanketa, Connor O'Neill, and we are back on behalf of Canadian Football Perspective and All-Canadian Wild Week in the OUA. Some big upsets, some narrow escapes. So why don't we just start it off with the big upset of the weekend, the Windsor Lancers stealing a 27-24 victory in overtime over the McMaster Marauders. Yes, you did hear that correctly. And the Windsor defense proving to be stout. They gave up a lot of points in week one against the Waterloo Warriors, but their two home games so far has been all about that defense. This week, they had three interceptions, and in overtime, they had a huge sack on Andreas Dueck to force McMaster to stall their offense. Uh, This defense has been suffocating at home for Windsor. Well, and that's one of the things that we said that they absolutely needed to do, right? In our preview last week, we said coming into this game against Mac that the way to beat Mac is to keep their playmakers off the field. That's what they do here. I mean, Liam Putt, who the week previous had two touchdowns, now has none in this week, is way under his yardage from the previous week. Yes, Justice Allen had a nice day for the Marauders, but overall, when you're forcing Andreas Dweck to throw three interceptions and you're limiting you know, most of the big plays to one guy as a defense, I'm okay with that. And Windsor's D really looked good in this one. Now, on the other side of the ball, we did say that you know, to kind of complement the use of their defense, use that ground game that they've seemed to have found in Windsor. David Adenarin, 98 yards and a touchdown in this one. Another big day for him. And, you know, utilizing the ground game and just eating clock with your running back was kind of another key in this win over the Marauders. And then whenever you've got everyone sucked in, you can go over the top to a guy like Matt James, who had a diving touchdown in the end zone. Sam Girard, the quarterback for the Lancers, finished with 182 and two touchdowns. On the other side of the ball, Mac had their yardage. It's just they could not break through, much like Guelph did the week before, when it mattered most, Andreas Duak finished with just seven incompletions, 28 of 35 for 308 yards, but three of those seven incompletions ended up in the hands of the Windsor Lancers. As interceptions, Justice Allen, almost 150 yards on the ground, add another 30 receiving. He had a big day, but just one touchdown to show for that. So they marched the field, but... Turnovers, turnovers, turnovers killed the McMaster Marauders. And their path doesn't get any easier entering this next week. They've got to go play the Wilfred Laurier Golden Hawks, who played a close game against those Western Mustangs. So we are certainly going to be keeping an eye on that one. Let's move to the next game, the first game of the OUA week of action. Your Toronto Varsity Blues almost coming away with a win against the Carlton Ravens. Almost, 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 and doesn't quite count in football, but uh, Nathan Carter, 109 yards and a touchdown. Reed Van Kaufnet, 185 and two. Uh, the big play on the Carlton side was Keaton Brugling's touchdown. He caught a three-yard pass, broke about three, four tackles, took it 30 yards to the house. Uh, he is a force to be reckoned with. Uh, he's a huge, big body. I mean, when we were at the Panda game, I knew he was a big guy, but to see him on the field almost – reminiscent of the size that Nikola Kalinic brought for the York Lions in years past and now brings to the Hamilton Tiger Cats. Like you see how tall he is on the listing and then you see him in person and you're like, oh, well, he's probably gotten a bit generous there. He, 
he probably could add a couple inches to that uh, ranking. But uh, for the Toronto Varsity Blues, it was another case of can't stop the run, can't get off the field. Another game, another 100-yard rusher against them. Yeah, and again, you know, much like we said, when they were they were set to take on the Queen's Gales with Rashid Tucker, that was the player to key on, and, you know, you need to take away the run. Same storyline in this one. They needed to take away the run against the Carlton Ravens and really force a rookie quarterback to beat them with his arm. Vic Hoffnett, again in this game, was under 20 attempts, but because of the way that Nathan Carter was running the football, they were able to really open it up. And, yes, he was under 20 attempts, but in this game, he was not at 40 passing yards. He was at 180 and two touchdowns in this game. So it really, when your run game is as effective as it has been, like the Carlton Ravens and Nathan Carter, we see how it affects the passing game. And in this one, it really affected the outcome of the game because it just that's just the story for Toronto, it seems, that when they need it most, they just can't come up with that one defensive stop. And Brandon Forcier, the Carlton Ravens rookie kicker, eight for eight to start off his career uh, kudos to him on that. Let's go to the other game that was on the Friday night, the game I was at in person, the Guelph Griffins traveling into Kingston to take on the Queens Golden Gales. 14 to 8 win for Queens. Their defense was in cruise control, but they almost, almost gave it away at the very end of the game. Rashid Tucker, you know the deal. 100 yards, add a couple touchdowns to this one as well. Yeah, he had himself a great day, another multi-touchdown game, over 100 again, like you said. And, you know, he really seems to be the driving force of this Queens-Gales offense, just kind of sucked the life out of a great, a very good Guelph Griffins defense. I mean, you know, they had they had some playmakers on that side of the ball. A.J. Allen was kind of, you said he was in the backfield wreaking havoc all day long. Again, Jerry Beeksma is fast on that back end, that kind of backer position, coverage backer position. But Queens, I mean, they just seem to be, they just seem to have everything figured out. They're one of the best defensive teams in the nation at this point, really. And yeah, a, a 14 to eight win over a top five opponent. They're solidly in first place in the East, four and O right now. So are they too, are, is Queens the most impressive team in the East right now? Queens is definitely the most impressive team in the East. I mean, the record speaks for itself. The only team they haven't beaten yet is the York Lions. So uh, for the Gales, this is kind of the statement win for them to this point. The only top 10 matchup they've seen, and they come away victorious in front of a home crowd. So uh, James Keenan, Richard Burton were able to connect on a deep ball down the sideline. Keenan finished with 221 yards, but two interceptions uh, as they kind of struggled at times until he kind of pulled the heroics out and pushed them down the field. How do you see Guelph advancing? Because it's not like they're losing games badly. It just seems that, you know, they're kind of relying a little bit too much on those three-point plays. Uh, for Guelph, they need to get their quarterback situation figured out. We've seen Sean Ball out with an injury, and then we saw him split duty as he's coming back, and we've seen him, their only win on the season so far was when they had one quarterback play the whole game. So, uh for Guelph, you just got to get your signal caller figured out and then you'll be able to kind of piece away the rest of your team around that. All right, so let's move to the final game of the weekend. The York Lions taking on the Ottawa GGs in the nation's capital, not at Lee's Field. It was at TD Place once again where Ottawa is playing all their home games this season. 
and the York Lions almost had a victory, but Ottawa sneaks away with a 20 to 17 win, their second win in two weeks. And the big story on this one, the Ottawa GGs three blocked kicks. The second time this year we've seen the York Lions give up that many in a game. And to complement that, Dawson O'Day, 92 yards on the ground, Ben Miracle, 291 through the air, and the eventual game winner touchdown. Yeah, Dawson O'Day filling in for J.P. Simikinda, who left the game early. And, and when J.P. left the game, it was kind of one of these things because of how well he played in that Panda game, kind of looking around going, how is this going to affect Ottawa? End of the day, it didn't really because Dawson O'Day came out and did everything that he was asked of him to do. On the other side of the ball, though, I mean, yes, York had the three block kicks, and that's detrimental, but their offense, all things considered, I thought that this was the, the best game that I had seen out of the York Lions so far, like both sides of the ball, the best game that I had seen from the York, York Lions on the season. Noah Craney was throwing the ball all over the place. Darnell Jarrett looked very good in the backfield for the York Lions. And then on the defensive side of the ball, Bannatine with the long pick six off of Ben Miracle. So York, yes, they lost this game, but they shouldn't hang their heads too low because there's a lot of positive takeaways from this one. And the standout player from the game, Alex Douglas for the GGs, an interception to ice the game and a blocked kick as well. So shout out to Alex Douglas, number 28 in Garnet and Gray, uh, for having one heck of a game when his team needed it the most. Yep, Ottawa, big game from Alex Douglas. And Ottawa's going to hit a bye week coming up before they have to take on the Queens Gales. That is going to be a game to keep your eye on. It is certainly going to be a tough challenge for the Ottawa GGs. But if you missed any of that action, you can certainly go back and check it out on OUA TV. That is OUA.TV. You can catch upcoming games, the live broadcasts. You can catch, obviously, like I just said, you can catch the rebroadcast of the game. Great place to get all your OUA football fix and every other OUA sport you may be interested in as well. So stay tuned to that, and you can stay tuned to us as well. At CF Perspective, at Connor R. O'Neill, at Wade Zank, for that if you guys are missing any of the action that we put out over at Canadian Football Perspective. We will see you guys Thursday as we tee up this next week. That is OUA Football. Until then, take care.